0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Podcast for High-Vibe Women Who Mean Business. My name is Lauren from LaurenCSaunders.com. I am a business mindset and success coach, and I'm here to share with you all of the insights, resources, and tools you need to unlock your infinite potential and attract mega success. I want you to know that you can be, do, and have anything you desire, and it's just a matter of mastering your thoughts in order to master your life. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Entrepreneurs Podcast for High Vibe Women Who Mean Business. I feel like there is an intro to this podcast that I add every week that says that exact thing. So. I'm already repeating myself, but welcome to episode number 10. Today, I am coming to you from Sherwood Park in Toronto, and it's pretty windy. It's pretty bird chirpy, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, um, and I have no idea you know, what the sound's going to be like, but I'm just really trying to invest time in really feeling balanced and really getting on that, that uh, frequency of joy and gratitude, and that's what I want to talk about today. Um, I've spent really the last kind of five or six months in my business, like pumping a lot of shit out. Like, you know, I've redesigned my program a few times. I've redesigned my website a few times. I've put up numerous sales funnels. I've grown a Facebook group. I've started this podcast. I've, uh, created resources. I've done a lot and my business is something that I work towards pretty much every single day. There might have been a couple of Saturdays in there where I took off, but uh, I've been pretty consistently working towards you know this vision that I have in my head of having this full-time coaching business that allows me to work from anywhere in the world that I want, work completely on my own terms, and just have that like time, financial, and location freedom. Like Those are things that I started kind of dreaming about a few years ago when I started uh, looking into getting a full-time teaching job and just having this overwhelming feeling of like you know I don't want to wait until I'm retired until I'm 60 or 65 to have that like dream life essentially. And, uh, I think that's really where it began. I started looking into options in terms of being able to create that for myself and, and paying close attention to sort of friends and acquaintances I had who had already created that for themselves. And it's just interesting now, you know, three years on, cause that was about three years ago when I really started applying for teaching jobs and getting this feeling of, well, what if there's more, like, isn't there, isn't there more? And, uh, that was just short of three years ago. So it's really interesting to me how so many things in life that we think about just kind of manifest on their own. Uh, And I think anybody could find this in their past somewhere, find examples of this, of like an idea that you had that kind of just came to fruition on its own. Uh, One of my best friends is in the process of moving out west and she had always talked about, she's not really like um, super aware of law of attraction or anything like that, but she had always talked about moving out west. She lived there for about a year and just recently her boyfriend got a job out there and she ended up getting a teaching job to be able to go and join him. And it's just interesting when I was talking to her about a lot of these things that I talk about on this podcast and in my Facebook group and stuff like that. That was one thing that she pointed out. She said, "Yeah, well, I guess, you know, I kind of manifested this trip out west and move not even a trip, moving out west. That was something I always kind of talked about and it just sort of took care of itself." and a lot of the time that is you know how life works we have this idea it's something we return back to every once in a while and it will in fact manifest so that's definitely been my experience with this business and just with this idea that i had of creating something for myself that would allow me to have that freedom that i that a lot of people wait until retirement to have <laughs> that really is such a huge part of my motivation and i i get questions on the regular From people who follow me saying, you know, how do you stay motivated? And I guess I just have this vision in my head of, you know, what it'll be like to really get on that airplane after having made this business my full-time income and know that I'm able to take my business and my, my income with me. Yeah. So anyways, um, because of all that and that vision that I have for myself and that drive that I have to create that life, and I I really do trust that everything is working and, and progress is being made and I'm, I'm moving in the direction of everything that I want for myself. Because I really have that vision, I've often fallen into this uh, work pattern of kind of scarcity, kind of like, you know, the more I work, the faster it'll come. And the thing about this is that it's not true. And really when I'm talking about alignment, last week I talked about alignment and I've been talking about it a lot more in my Facebook group and stuff. There's so much more to alignment than just manifesting the things that you want, but also actually allowing that place of alignment to to sort a lot of the details out for you. Um, I know people who run businesses and they put very little effort into marketing strategy because they just believe that the right people will find them through Facebook and through Instagram and that is their experience. And then there's other people who don't have that belief. They think, okay, well, I need to put money into advertising and I need to have an effective funnel in place. And so that's how they get clients. It really is just about the beliefs that you have. And I've really gone back and forth to thinking people would just find me, to thinking Thinking that I needed to spend tons of time building a funnel that would make it easier for you know more people to start finding me and and inquiring about my programs. Um, but what I'm really realizing lately is just how important it is to be in that state of alignment, so that a lot of the details can be ironed out for you. And this is something I just haven't invested enough time into. Uh, I think in the last few months I was really in this state of like hustle and of trying to make things happen, and I. I wouldn't say that it hasn't gotten me anywhere but it it definitely caused resistance and it definitely caused this lack mentality around like always needing to do more. And so in the last kind of week and a bit I've really invested back into this side of alignment that is inspired by or created by alignment and joy. Sorry, not alignment, uh, gratitude and joy. And the reason this is so powerful, I'm reading a book right now called Thank and Grow Rich. There's a very well known book. I can't, I feel like I might have mentioned this last week in my podcast, and now I can't remember. I just do so many different broadcasts in so many different places that I can't remember what I've mentioned and where. But, anyways, I'm reading this book right now that is kind of modeled after the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon hill which was written in the 1930s this book is called thank and grow rich and it's about creating a gratitude practice every single day that you really really stick to and that allows you to automatically align your frequency with that of abundance by focusing on what it is that you already have to be grateful for and so much of the time when we when we go about creating anything in our life, whether it's in your business or not, we're doing it from a place of not having it yet. You know, that's why we want it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But because we're so fixated on what we don't have yet, it just slows down that process of manifestation because you can't get from you know, not having something to magically having something unless you bridge that gap. And so that gratitude practice is such a powerful way of bridging that gap and of aligning your energy with what you don't have yet uh, by noticing and focusing on what you do have. So This is something that I've done in the past and it's definitely made a big difference. And I think I resisted a little bit because I'm still very much in that sort of like old paradigm thinking of, you know, just practicality and being realistic and all that kind of stuff. And when I talk to someone about sort of more spiritual practices and meditation and what a lot of people would call like the (laughs) woo-woo side of spirituality. For some reason, I kind of pull away because it's just not what I was brought up with. And it's just something that's so new to me and that I didn't believe in for most of my life. Um, And so I do things like write down a great morning routine that I should do every day that has to do with gratitude and meditation and all these other fantastic things. And then I do it for like a day and I stop. And I revert back to just doing things on my computer and thinking that I can like perform my way to having everything that I want. You certainly can do that. And I think a lot of people are very successful, but you're going to work yourself. You're going to, to sign up for this uphill struggle of basically forcing success into your life by working harder, um, grinding more, hustling more, instead of just allowing those things to find you by aligning your energy with them. So by taking five minutes a day even to write down three or four things that you're grateful for, there's a few ways that you can do this. I've set it up in the past. So I had a friend that I would message each day and we would each message three things that we were grateful for. And it could be very, very simple. It could be something, you know, I'm grateful for the fact that I have legs to walk around on and I'm grateful for that barista at Starbucks that smiled at me this morning. Um, it could be very small things like that and it can be big things as well. And what it ended up doing, and of course, we didn't stick with it very long. I think we maybe did it for a few weeks. Um, but what it ended up doing was it forced me throughout the day to take notice of the things that I could be grateful for, because I always had it in the back of my head that I would be texting her the next morning. And it's funny how quickly you run out of things to try and be grateful for. So instead, I would actually take notice of things. So I'd go throughout the day and think, oh, that just happened. And that was great. And I'm going to remember to text her that tomorrow. And so it shifted my energy from one of noticing what I didn't have to focusing on what I did. And that month actually that we were doing that, it's very interesting now looking back, was one of my most lucrative months in my first business. And uh, I think there was a few factors that played into that. But I was making a conscious effort to focus on what I did have. And when you're focusing on what you do have and you're feeling the emotions of abundance, you're going to attract more of that to you. So that's really kind of the gratitude side of things. And I'm really making the commitment now to reintroduce some sort of gratitude practice and to start really paying like i've just spent so much time focusing on what i don't have yet in my business and even though i've created results it's like not enough results <laughs> and and as long as i'm coming from that place of not enough results i'm just going to keep getting more of that and so i'm really you know embracing the more woo woo side of things it makes so much sense to me on a cognitive level, and yet I just don't do the necessary work to implement it every single day and stick with it. And then that takes me to talking about the energy or the frequency of joy and what this is about. It's similar to gratitude, but really when you're in a really joyous state, you're laughing with someone you love or you're having a phenomenal time. It's the summer. You're out and about. You're eating something that you really are enjoying. You're just really present because you're having... A lot of fun, and you're in a state of just happiness and joy and appreciation for that moment you let go of the resistance of needing all these other things that you think you need in order to be happy. And so when we're sitting at home and it's Monday morning, or I'm sitting at home and it's Monday morning, uh, but if you're at work and it's Monday morning, Tuesday morning, you're not really in that state and you're looking to all these things that you want because you're assuming that you'll be happier when you have them. You know, when I have a full-time business that allows me to leave my job or when I have enough money that I can travel more frequently or when I have, you know, whatever, anything that you've ever decided that you wanted, it was because you knew that you'd feel better in the having of it. And this is just really how we go throughout our day-to-day life. We see what we don't want, and then we, we decide on that what it is that we do want. And the thing that keeps those things from manifesting instantly is that we hold resistance, right? We're not on the same frequency as having those things because we're focusing on the fact that we don't yet. We're in a place of lack. We're in a place of, I don't have it yet, and therefore, I need it because it'll make me happier. But if we were on that frequency of happiness, we would actually attract those things to us much faster because we'd be an energetic match for them. We would be in alignment with them. And so when you invest time and energy into getting happy and to being joyful and to doing things that you really love, you let go of that resistance of that needing something else outside of you. And it's when you let go of that need, that resistant energy, that those things then in fact manifest much faster. And um, I actually, (laughs) I'm actually going to use an example of my older sister who is not spiritual by nature and and she it was actually interesting because when i started getting into all of this stuff i really thought people in my life would think i was crazy not that i'm <laughs> i'm always the one in the family like you know being vegan and traveling to the other side of the world and leaving my job and things like that like i've always been the one that kind of does things a little bit outside of the box and i wouldn't have it any other way but i definitely didn't give people credit in terms of being open to all these things and so i had this conversation with my sister like a year ago about, you know, I was trying to explain it to her from a scientific perspective. We were listening to a Super Soul uh, episode on Oprah's podcast. And uh, I was trying to explain it to her, you know, I said, I said, this really started making sense to me when I understood the science behind it, you know, that this is like physics, and it is a mathematical certainty. And there are ways in which we can actually measure this energy and just these ideas, you know, there's so much more than ideas, they've actually been proved. And she said, you know, I didn't need any of that to start believing in it. I just looked at my own life and realized that I'd always had it pretty good. And I always kind of wondered why I seemed to have it so good. And my sister is, you know, this very energetic person. She often finds herself in just fortunate positions. She gets bumped to first class all the time and she manifests like concert tickets to someone that she's never heard of before who I've been obsessed with for eight years. (laughs) Um, She, you know, just lots of great things have always happened to my sister and myself. I'll definitely not cut myself out of that. But my point is that it was her saying this made me realize why things had always gone well for me or why they had more or less always gone well for me. Like I've always had a pretty blessed life and for a long time I felt like I didn't I didn't understand why and understanding the law of attraction made me realize, you know, because I always had that belief and so good things kept coming to me. So it was having that conversation with her that... Uh, just reaffirmed this idea of, you know, when you're joyful, when you're happy, you're going to attract to you more good things. And this really is like Law of Attraction 101, but I just kind of liked that story version of it. So when you're focusing on doing things that make you feel joyful, that make you feel happy, you're letting go of the resistance around needing something more than what you already have. And because of that, you are on that same frequency and you're going to manifest more and more good things to you. And so I don't know. I just, I love these two topics or this one topic, I guess you could say, of really being on that that frequency of joy and gratitude. And it sounds so like... Simple and it sounds so like you know oh yeah let's all just sit around and sing Kumbaya and peace on earth and all that kind of stuff. It sounds almost just like too woo woo, you know. And that's definitely my approach to it. That was my approach to it in the beginning, um, but I really understand just how powerful it is. And that way you're in that frequency of gratitude, abundance, joy. You're just going to keep manifesting more and more good things. So in my business, especially in the last week, I've just really reminded myself of how important it is that I do think that in that I enjoy every single day and that I let go of this incessant need to do more to pump out more more you know programs or more resources and just do the things that feel in the flow for me today It doesn't mean that I don't set goals for myself and then work to hit them I do um, and for a lot of people deciding that you're just gonna do what you feel like every single day would consist of you know lying in bed and watching Netflix all day long um, I've already worked through a lot of the things that used to cut down on my productivity uh, and I don't have that problem anymore, but it's so much so that sometimes I need to remind myself like, not to try and just push out more and more and more all the time and to do things that really feel good and fun and enjoyable. So that's why I'm recording this from the park today. <laughs> I'm hoping that the sound quality was okay and that I can publish this. Uh but yeah, so that's what I'm going to leave you guys with today. Go do something that, you know, really makes you feel good, appreciate, like think of just all the things that we have to be. If you have the ability to listen to this podcast, then you have thousands of things in your life to pay eternal gratitude towards. And when you do that, you're just going to keep getting more things to be grateful for. In fact, Oprah has a great quote the more gratitude you pay towards what you already have the more you're going to get to be grateful for uh so that's what i'm going to leave you guys with today thank you so much for listening episode 10 i'm really excited (laughs) just to see where this podcast goes in the future and i am grateful for each and every one of you as sappy as that sounded (laughs) all right thanks so much guys for listening and i will talk to you next week